You're listening to What Devay Said About Music. The Beard on the Shoulder of Pirate Radio with your host, Bob Devay. Your personal music pusher. So get high on his supply. And uh, I remember when I was in that little bitty radio station and I was playing all those rock and roll records? Well, that's what I'm doing right now. If you can visualize that, that's what all of us in radio do. Did you hear? 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 What do they said about music?
American. Welcome to the What Duvet Said About Music podcast. I am your host, Robert Bob Duvet. My loyal Davidians, I am back. It has been a long, long time since I did a music podcast. And that is because I have relocated. I am now living on the island of Manhattan, on the Upper West Side to be exact. And those of you that listen to the other podcast on WDS, The Tank, know this. But those of you that listen to this music podcast may not. So uh, let me give you the stats. About oh, two and a half months ago, I up and moved from the kitchen of podcasting in San Francisco, California, 3,000 miles away to Manhattan so that I could find my fortune, folks. And as of yet, a fortune has not been found, nor a job. But I decided, you know what? Can be done. Can be done for cheap and for free and gives so much out, so much musical wealth is shared is this podcast. So I am back at it, folks. and I'm really excited and happy to do it. We have a great show for you today. It's going to be action-packed with hopefully some stuff you don't know about, hopefully some stuff that is not yet on your radar and will be after listening to this, and a person that really should be. And if you've listened to this show in the past, you've heard his music. Andrew Combs is going to be the interview featured today in this episode. I was able to sit down with him now about a month ago. I apologize for the delay in getting this interview edited and out to you, but uh, it's been hard. Got to find the job. And so I've been looking, and uh, I need to take a break from the job search, quite frankly. And so no better way than to sit down with you and host a music podcast and so we're going to be playing a little bit later in the show my interview with Andrew Combs. He was in town playing Brooklyn Spike Hill. It was a great set. He is an amazing singer-songwriter. And we talk. We talk turkey. We talk music. We talk Nashville. We talk uh, hopes, dreams, aspirations. We talk hipster, even. And so uh, this is going to be a great show. So I want to play some music. I'm going to theme it out a bit. What you just heard was a band called Silverhead. Glam band from the 70s featuring Michael DeBar. That's right. Husband to Pamela DeBar. I think he's the ex-husband to Pamela DeBar now. Pamela DeBar, famed GTO. Famed, uh, how would you put it? I guess she was a uh, groupie. And an author now. She's an, a groupie and an author. And uh, that's the connection there. The DeBar connection. Anyway, I want to say hello, New York. Hello, New York. Hello, country. Hello, Europe, hello to those that listen to us on Rogue 2 out there in Great Britain. Hello to everybody listening to us on iTunes. Just put in what Duvet said and we come up. It's a good way to find us if you're not already listening to us on iTunes, which you probably are if you're listening to this now. You can always go to our website, www.whatduvetsaid.com. You can call us at 415-937-0445. That's right, 415-937-0445. Uh, still got that 415 number. I got to keep something uh, tethered to my former environment, San Francisco. So there you go. What what other things do you need to know about? Oh, Twitter. Follow me at Bob Duvet. Capital B O B. Capital D U V E T. Bob Duvet on Twitter. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. We are also on Stitcher. How about that? Got the podcast on Stitcher. So if you're a mobile phone user. It's a good way to listen to this. Uh, I'm sure I'll think of other ways that you can listen to us uh, as the show goes on. But right now, I want to kind of ease us in a different direction. From glam 
to uh, a little a little talking, a little talking blues. And who better to do talking blues than Mr. Bob Dylan? And I believe this song is actually called. Let's give it a check. It's called Talking New York. So let's talk New York. Well, a little theme. I'm gonna play a little Bob Dylan. We're gonna get back at you. Shout some more. Get to that Andrew Combs interview, which is a great one. My love affair with Nashville is not dead. That's the one constant in my life. It's my love for Nashville. So uh, you're going to hear a lot of great music. That, that's coming out of Nashville. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of it is Andrew Combs music. Big fan here. We are a big fan. Let's pay some bills. And by that, I mean we'll play some music that is uh, not uh, protected by any sort of BMI or copyright. It's, it's the Wild West out here when you listen to the podcasting. Until I get a cease and desist order, I refuse to cease and desist. And uh, somebody that can appreciate that is Bob Dylan, who never ceased to desist. And away we go. Remember the night of the wild west, leaving the towns I loved the best. Thought I'd seen some ups and downs till I came into New York town. People going down to the ground. Buildings going up to the sky. Wintertime in New York town, the wind blowing the snow around. Walk around with nowhere to go, you somebody can freeze right to the bone. I froze right to the bone. New York Times said it was the coldest winter in 17 years. I didn't feel so cold then. Swung on to my old guitar, grabbed hold of a subway car. After rocking, reeling, rolling, ride, I landed up on the downtown side. Greenwich Village. I walked down there and ended up in one of them coffee houses on the block. I'd get on the stage, sing and play, man, I say, come back some other day. You sound like a hillbilly. We want folk singers here. Monica job begun to play, blowing my lungs out for a dollar a day. I blew it inside out and upside down. The man there said he loved my sound. He's raving about he loved my sound. Dollar a day's worth. After weeks and weeks of hanging around, I finally got a job in New York town. In a bigger place, bigger money too, even joined a union and paid my dues. Now, a very great man once said that some people rob you with a fountain pen. It don't take too long to find out just what he was talking about. A lot of people don't have much food on their table. But they got a lot of forks and knives. And they gotta cut something. So one morning when the sun was warm, I rambled out of New York town. Pulled my cap down over my eyes and headed out for the western skies. So long, New York. 
Howdy, East Orange. she did to him did you hear what they said just a new york conversation rattling in my head oh my and what shall we wear oh my and who really cares just a new york conversation gossip all of the time did you hear who did what to whom happens all the time? Who has touched and who has dabbled here in the city of shows? Openings, closings, bed repartee, everybody knows. Oh, how sad and why do we call? Oh, I'm glad to hear from you all. I am calling, yes, I'm calling just to speak to you. For I know this night will kill me if I can't be with you. If I can't be with you.
Well, if that doesn't sound like a party, I don't know what does. A triple shot. Had to do it. I've been dying to do a triple shot. A triple shot of God only knows what, too. Boy, the Jameson bottles eyeballing me. Perhaps a triple shot of that is in order. What did you hear? Well, if you didn't know what you heard, maybe, uh, you know, maybe you've been living too sheltered a, a life for yourselves. That was Bob Dylan, as I mentioned, doing Talk in New York. Speaking of talk in New York, is there anything better than Lou Reed's New York telephone conversation? I'm sure that is exactly what they're like. At least the ones that I've been privy to uh, here on my end. And then the one, the only, John Lennon doing New York City. Love that song. That song rocks. I think sometimes people forget what a rocker John Lennon was. And he is a rocker of the highest order. Just like your friend Bob Duvet is a rocker of the highest order. You know, you can't have rock without the roll. And I believe the roll comes from the blues, personally. So let's let's listen to a Yardbirds take on New York City. I guess the first part of the show will kind of theme out with uh, songs that mention New York directly or seem to conjure the city in some way, shape, or form. And then the second half of the show is going to be all Nashville, all the time, with Andrew Combs. The interview I've been promising for so long and, and will deliver on. I'm just going to make you wait a little bit longer. Hope you're into the music. Hope you're hearing songs you haven't heard before. And uh, this might be one of them. New York City Blues by the Yardbirds.
that cowbell. That's right, WDS, where the cows come home to. I am Robert Bob Duvet, and that was, in fact, another triple shot. And I am power drunk with my ability to play three songs in a row. Not the biggest achievement, I realize, but it is an achievement in the pantheon of small and unnoticed achievements. The ability to play three songs in a row, and I hope you enjoy them. As I mentioned, you heard the Yardbirds doing New York City blues. I slipped in the kills because they kind of fit in with that blues tradition. A song called What New York Used to Be. Huh, don't get me started. And lastly, it was Sweet. That's right. Sweet of Ballroom Blitz fame doing New York Connection. And that will end the New York portion of the show. I want to get to the aforementioned Andrew Combs interview. And what better way to get started than with uh, the man himself taking us into the interview segment and playing a song. So we're going to do that right quick. Shifting gears. We're going from New York City to Nashville, from the Big Apple to Music City. And those those of you that know this show know that I have a love affair with Nashville. And those of you that know me know how to reach me. And that's by writing in at whatduvaysetagmail.com or calling 415-937-0445 or hitting me up on the Twitter at Bob Duvet. That's all one word, B-O-B-D-U-V-E-T. There we go. Enough housekeeping. Let's get into Mr. Andrew Combs. As I mentioned, interview held in Brooklyn, oh, about a month ago. He has a new album. I just talked to him, and I found out the new album is going to be released October 16th. So this is going to be a great primer for you. Fortunately, I'm not able to play any songs off of that album yet. But when it comes out, we will do a live review here. God, have I, have I hyped it enough? Can you hype things enough in New York City? I don't think so. New York City is a town built on hype. But here's a guy who's worthy of the hype. Andrew Combs, let's shift gears and go to the Andrew Combs interview. And away we go. Hey, this is Andrew Combs, and you're listening to What Duvet Said About Music. Coming down, I'll be 
Talking to Andrew Combs, we're in Brooklyn, New York. Just played a set over at the uh, Spike Hill. Is this kind of a little surprise roll through New York City? Yeah, we did a show last night in at Rockwood Music Hall, and then tonight here in Spike Hill. Um, I've only ever ever played New York one other time, and it was at a Living Room. Um, That's a good spot. Yeah, with with uh, Clay Cook and Levi Lowry, which was a good crowd to be with. Um, but yeah, so I'm here in New York doing the whole New York thing. It's it's burning a hole in my wallet for sure. <laughs> it's like I'm sure like touring now is not cheap. And so how how do you approach it? Like I know you're based in Nashville, originally from Texas. Maybe we'll give the the backstory. So how long you been in Nashville, and you know what brought you there? Uh, well, I came to Nashville. I went to school in Nashville, but it was kind of like an excuse to get it up there. Made my mama happy to graduate college, and uh, but I was really obsessed with. I still am obsessed with like old Nashville songwriters like um, Willie and, and Roger Miller and Tom T. Hall and Harlan Howard and Chris Christopherson. They all went through Nashville first and really honed their craft there. Billy Joe Schaefer as well is a big influence, and uh, yeah, I just kind of I wanted to see what it was all about, and I. I actually just signed a publishing deal, which is kind of like a dream for me, like uh, to be able to write full time. So that should be fun. I'm kind of unfamiliar with how publishing deals work. So somebody is interested in you as a songwriter as well as a performer, and so when you write when you write songs, you have a you have a place to put them, and then people that will pass them around for you. Yeah, well, this deal is kind of cool because they're interested in me as a writer. They also like me as an artist as well. But they're really interested in me as, as and I kind of want to keep it separate, like a writing and artist deal. I, you know, I want to write for other people. I want to do that whole thing, but I also want to hone my craft as an artist as well. Mm -hmm. So that's hopefully it'll enable that to, to flourish, I guess. So let's talk about what you what you have out there. I know Tennessee Time came out last year, two years ago. Actually. Two years, really? Two thousand ten. Wow. Yeah. Where have I been, man? Yeah, <laughs> it's just. It's kind of frustrating how long, and I, like I said, uh, we we have a uh, I have a record in the can 
that's done. It's just not mastered, and I'm really proud of it. I'm just trying to get it out there. It's been two years since I've had any music come out. I, I did release a 7-inch called Big Bad Love, like a vinyl 7-inch. You'll be hearing that on the show, folks. Yeah. You'll be hearing that. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So yeah, it's been a while, and I'm kind of frustrated about that. Like I'm, I have a ton of new songs. I'm ready to start recording again, and I haven't even put out this full length. So I'm a little bit frustrated by that. But I guess it's be better good. to have uh, too much, yeah, yeah, than not enough. Yeah. Stuck in the moment, Tennessee time. Stuck in 
would imagine Nashville pretty competitive as far as you know getting people's ears, um, releasing stuff. Do you, do you find that um, you, you kind of there's safety in numbers? I know that you're kind of been, I've witnessed a lot of your shows. You seem to be playing around with a lot of people like Shovel and Rope. Is that in that? Shovels and Rope? I did a tour with them and Johnny Corndog and Johnny's a near and dear friend he's been really really great to me and he i think he's one of the most underrated songwriters actually um but yeah so did that tour i i, I guess you know i play with a lot of guys who play with caitlin rose uh, play with a guy a lot of guys who play with raylan baxter and all those all those artists are just phenomenal songwriters people that like i look up to it's it's nice like all i really want to do is please my peers i you know, like if, if I can please them, then I know I'm on the right track because you surround yourself with talent, you're going to get better type of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's the good competition. And yeah, not the exactly. hustling around trying to get well, like, you the, know. The first, the first, you know, they, they say Nashville's a five-year town. You know, it takes five years to really like get in the scene or whatever. I don't know if that's true or not, but it, it definitely took me a little while. Um to get to know the right people, get to, you know, play with the right people, that kind of stuff, which is all part of the business bullshit, but I guess it's, you know, it's a, it's a necessary evil. Yeah. Eventually you get to where you want to be anyway, right? Yeah. So do you see yourself doing more of these kind of jaunts up to New York City? Um, you know, I, I know we were, we were talking earlier and you're saying you want to tour more, you want to, you want to get out there and, and, and play. What, uh whole country get out to the west coast again the first time i met you was yeah when I was you were tour you, managing caitlin yeah yeah uh yeah you know my thing with touring is i always tell people this uh and and hopefully i think it's true i i love writing more than performing and i'm trying to become a better performer and up until now you know, I worked a day job and all that stuff, and 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 performing was a way for me to keep writing. It was a way for me to keep putting out stuff that I, you know, that I wrote. And uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I definitely want to tour more, but I also, I don't know. I'm also a homebody. I'm like, I'm a recluse kind of, and like once I get back home, like I shelter. I hunker down and, and just like kind of stay to myself, which I like a lot too. But I love the traveling aspect. I love meeting new people. I love free beer. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't love free yeah, beer? Who doesn't love free beer? Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see what but happens. You don't see yourself as like this, you know, seven, eight months out of the year. You're no, like, I can't slugging do it out there. I can't. I'm, I don't think I'm a road dog to that degree. You know, I, I think three weeks tops and then take a little break, but maybe that'll change. I also love playing with a band so much that it, when the point comes when I can bring out a band and afford it, uh, I think that might change my view on touring. Just like having my friends around and playing music with them every night. That's what gets me off about performing is when I perform with a band and watching all my talented friends just like take my songs to the next yeah. level.
see like your music going you definitely see it kind of evolving with something with a more collaborative thing with a with a abandoned place yeah well it's always changing in my mind but i do I, I, yeah whether it's co-writing or or in the studio like production wise or arrangement i do love collaborating um but i don't know it's I see my, if you're talking about sound, I've been really into like soul music and stuff. I, uh, I don't know if that's going to incorporate itself into my music or not, but who knows? I, I guess what I'm trying to say is who knows yeah. what, where it's going to go. Is but the door open? But if, yeah, if I had, if I had a, a band out with me of all, all the dudes that I love playing with, I mean, the show would just be balls to the wall yeah. rocking and and that's what I, I like being loud when with the full band and the, the, these solo shows are nice because you can like you can play the quiet songs and stuff like that well sometimes if the crowd's listening but um yeah i really love just being behind being in front of a band and like yeah and i like i i, I get what you're saying earlier when you're out there and you're on the road for you because it's it's kind of unforgiving and it's yeah. long stretches of nothing and it's nice to be surrounded by people that you trust and get along with and you know enjoy because it's uh, a lot of hours spent in the van right yeah and like this tour i'm out with uh, mechanical river who's a guy his, his name's joel t hamilton he's he's an amazing songwriter great great artist and uh and, and this girl who's who's singing with him and with me uh, and selling merch, her name's Rachel Kate. Yeah, you guys had a great harmony going on that stuff. Yeah, she's done. amazing. She's actually an amazing songwriter. Um, I don't think she has anything released. She's played a few of these shows. We've like begged them to get get her up there and, and uh, she always blows people away. She's really talented. And we're actually sharing a van together. 
so it's pretty fun. We've gotten to know each other pretty well. We didn't know each other at all before we before we got in the van. So it was just kind of like a hey, let's go do this thing. I'm, I'm Joel angry. called me. And he, <laughs> Joel called me. He said he's friends with Michael from Shovels and Rope, and he said, uh, hey, uh, you know. And Michael Michael told me Joel was a good guy, and I guess Michael told Joel I was a good guy, and he was like, let's split gas. And, Get out there nice. and do it in the van. So the honor system is in yeah, effect. definitely. So um, Nashville right now. I mean, it seems like every time I turn my head, there's like somebody new popping out of here. And I just got to New York City myself, but I've already seen Natural Child come through. Yeah. Um, saw Johnny Corn Dog play, yeah. and. Uh, it really seems to me like people in, in New York City are starting to take notice. Like this seems hot, and you know it, it, it won't be denied. Um, yeah. do, you, do you like the fact that there's that much kind of diversity, so it isn't seen as strictly a country music kind of town? I do. I love it. It's become it's new. It's become a new thing. The last well, hell, I mean, I moved there six years ago, and it's changed drastically. I mean. You got that whole garage rock scene, the Infinity Cat, Natural Natural Child, all those kids, man, they're awesome. They got like really cool attitudes playing in people's basements, just like really cool stuff. And you got like, you know, the country indie stuff. The... Does it cross over? Like are there bills like where yeah. those type of bands, Infinity Cat bands say are playing with like, you know, somebody like yourself or you know I, I haven't personally I'd love to do that. I don't know I don't know too many people in that scene. I've been to a lot of the shows but yeah, I know uh, are you familiar with like Nikki Lane? No. But I'm Nikki, gonna look it up and Nikki, play it on the show. Nikki Lane's <laughs> great. Uh, she's got a record out. Uh, she does a lot of shows with the like underground. She's she's more like a indie country type of thing, but mm -hmm. uh, she's great. Got a great voice. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, yeah, it definitely crosses over. It helps that the Black Keys moved to town. Obviously, Jack White moved to town. Uh -huh. um, yeah, that was. A, but now I've talked to a couple of people about that. Was that like a big deal? Like when did it did it kind of give uh, Nashville kind of swell up with pride that they they you know they, they bagged uh, yeah. Jack White? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what that means. I know I he's a nice guy. From yeah. Here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even really know much about Jack White or the White Stripes, uh -huh. but I know he's like a positive force in Nashville. Yeah. So he's he's doing good. Third Man is like yeah. there to support the scene yeah. and all that. Definitely. That's good. Yeah. That's good to know. You never know what that, because sometimes that brings a lot of attention, but it's the wrong kind of well, attention. Well, you know, right now it's good attention. Yeah. Hopefully in five years it's still good attention. It's not just tipster bullshit. Yeah.
been living from town to town I always been lost ain't never been found they said Jesus could save me Well, there you have my interview with Andrew Combs. I really enjoyed talking with him. As you can see, he's just a genuine, nice, and talented musician. And somebody you should really look out for. Because I think he's going to do a lot of amazing things, both as a songwriter and as a performer. And as we mentioned in that interview, the album's going to come out in the fall. I'm hearing somewhere around October 16th. So I will definitely keep you posted on that on this show and on the blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com. In fact, we're going to have a whole new blog rollout soon where there's going to be links to all this stuff. And I think I'm going to switch to WordPress. It just seems like it's the right thing to do. New beginnings, new city. So look for that. But for now, it's www.whatduvaysaid.com. Again, I thank Andrew Combs for sitting down and talking with me. This has been a long time in the works, and I was glad to get it done. And I want to play some more music now. I want to play a song from a day trotter session that Andrew did. Uh, the song's called Devil's Got My Woman. It's a great song. Just him and acoustic guitar. And after that, I want to play a few of the bands that we talked about that or performers that he mentioned in the interview. So we're going to do a little something. I'll keep it a surprise. I'm going to do another one of those famed 
triple shots. And I'll tell you who we heard after. And as always, there's going to be a link to this up on the blog. It's also going to be on iTunes. And I'm going to have a playlist on the blog as well. Yeah, so believe it. So believe that. Anyway, let's get back to the music. We're going to play a little Andrew Combs to take us out of the interview segment and into the next phase, which is more music that you may or may not know. Come on, play the fucking song. Think the devil's got my woman. She won't come out to play. She just lays in bed and covers her head. Wasting the days away We used to be so happy Making love in the afternoon But now the devil's got my hormone Now I got the no loving blues I remember, no, I won't forget her When her kisses were so sweet She weren't ashamed just to call my name Throw all her loving on me Well, we used to really be something Living like there's nothing to lose But now the devil's got my woman Now I got no loving blue
More tambourine rattle. That's the cowbell of the aughts. The tambourine. Welcome back. What do they said about music? I hope you enjoyed what you just heard. In addition to playing Andrew Cohn's song, Devil Got My Woman, I went with Steelism. We talked about Steelism, and it's something you guys should be looking into because uh, there just aren't enough people wielding steel this day and age. And the principal players in that were also mentioned in the interview. That's Andrew Combs was playing the rhythm acoustic on that one. I think he shares a co-writing credit. The song's called Lewis and Clark. But the main, the two main forces behind Steelism are Jeremy Fetzer, a fabulous guitar player, plays a Telecaster, and he plays it awful pretty. And then there's Spencer Cullum Jr. laying it down on the pedal steel. And both those guys play with a ton of other musicians, a lot of which have been featured on this show before. The aforementioned Caitlin Rose, Johnny Corndog, now Johnny Fritz, has embarked on a name change, which I like personally. I, I think it gives, it'll give his music a lot more weight because it, there are great songs. And uh, the name Corndog kind of, uh, I don't know, just didn't uh, do it for me. Made it seem, made light of the great songs. So speaking of such, we also listened to other great songs. Raylan Baxter. Couldn't find too much by him, but they're very big on him. Andrew Combs and the crew. And the song was called Willie's Song. It's a, I see why. It's a great song. The guy's a great voice. So I look forward to hearing more Raylan Baxter. I think he has a new record coming out as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that, those of you that are into the Nashville scene. And then we had Nikki Lane. Nikki Lane is uh, kind of crossing over into that indie world. The song was called Gone, Gone, Gone. There's a lot you can find out about her, so just do a web search for Nikki Lane. And this um, playlist will be posted, as I mentioned. I am going to see Nikki Lane in about six weeks. She's playing Austin City Limits Festival, and I will be going once again because I'm a man of consistency. And that's what you've come to expect and not expect from me, given the duration in between shows. But uh, hopefully we're going to close that window down. This is just kicking it off. Episode 40. I got to get to 50, right, folks? You, you demand that. You've demanded that in your, your correspondence. So keep them coming at whatdoveyset.gmail.com. I promise I will read them next time. I want to play a lot of music today, so I'm going to get back to it. We're going to play something from Johnny Corndog slash Fritz. We're also going to play something from Shovels and Rope. And then I don't know what else. So I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to do the search. I'll have to search the vast record collection that is Duvet Northeast now, now that we're located in New York. And as uh, Galvin is fond of saying, I will play the fucking song. Thank you. 
Shovels and Rope out of Charleston, South Carolina. I had the opportunity to see them play the Mercury Lounge here in New York about a week ago, and they were absolutely fabulous. And if you want to read about my review and my impressions of of both Andrew Combs Live and Shovels and Rope, go to East Village Radio. That's where a lot of my writing is parking these days. So you can go check that out. Do a search for Shovels and Rope. They don't do a lot of country on East Village Radio, so the fact that I'm getting this stuff in there is a major, major victory for country music and myself. Um, but yeah, great show. Shovels and Rope are awesome. That song was called Boxcar. If you like your murder ballads, if you like sweet, sweet harmonies, you will love them. And they are going to be huge if they're not already. I mean, I don't know much about them, but I know that that show was packed it was an early show at the Mercury Lounge, and people were way into it, knew all the words. I'm kind of new to them, but uh, I will see them every time they come through town. And I have a feeling they are going to be coming through a lot more, and I have a feeling they're going to be playing a lot of festivals. And that is somebody to check out. So if you like what you heard, go search for Shovels and Rope. They have a new album out called Oh Be Joyful, and it's great. I don't have a copy of it yet. I will get one, and then I will play some of their newer material. That's from an older. I think you can get that free, too. If you put in Shovels and Rope, they have a bunch of uh, stuff out there for free. So check that out. Before that, that was Johnny Fritz. I'm going to call him Johnny Fritz now. That was a live version of Shaved Like a Razor. Excellent. From his album Down on the Bikini Line, another amazing performer. Do go check out him as well. Puts on an amazing show. A lot of fun. The musicians in that band are also just stellar. I forget the fiddle player's name, but he is so good. And I know he has an album out in his own right, so I should know that. I will try and search for that name. I remember I had a hard time finding out who was in his band before. But let me uh, let me play some more music here. I'm going to take us out of the country segment with a song by Billy Joe Shaver. It's called Live Forever. My Davidians, I want you to live forever. So I hope you do, uh, even though we, we all can't. Sadly, I'm not here to bum you out. But let's play this Billy Joe Shaver song, A Big Influence on Andrew Combs. I'd like to thank Andrew again. Stay tuned, Nashville, if you're listening to this and you you know want to hear some new stuff. I'm going to play some stuff that's come across my desk recently, just a hodgepodge of songs to get us out on this What Duvet Said About Music, Issue 40, coming at you. Tomorrow now 
I got gypped on that. I only played like a little teaser of that song. Okay, well, that's all you get. A little teaser of Billy Joe Shaver. I apologize. He sounds great. He is great. Go look him up. Let's switch gears a little bit. Play something uh, très modern, if that's the French for very modern. And uh, I am going to surprise you. That's right. I'm going to do the old patented uh, maybe double shot this time. Surprise songs tell tell you what they are when we get back. And you're listening to WDS. You are
right, that was Yamantanka, Sonic Titan. Out of New York, I think, or parts unknown. Maybe not even from this planet. Song's called Lamia. I think that's a new song. I like that. I saw them live, and they were great. Again, at the Mercury Lounge. I don't want you to think I only go to the Mercury Lounge, but it is a good place to see music. Not a sponsor. And before that, before that, we had Baby doing a song called Giddy Up. Baby is, you may recognize the voice, Craig Wendron from, oh, used to be from Shudder to Think. Uh, I know he's probably performing under his own name now, but I like that song a lot. I came across all these baby, this baby stuff, and I wanted to play one of the songs. I've been stockpiling all kinds of songs. So let's play a little something else, shall we? Let's play a little something from Prince Rama. Prince Rama is a band I hope to be interviewing soon. They are from New York City. They play a lot with a band called Gang Gang Dance that I love. And I believe they're going to be playing on my birthday. So I'm going to treat myself to seeing Prince Rama and Gang Gang Dance somewheres in Brooklyn or it might be even in the city. I'm not sure. What I am sure is that uh, you uh, will hear them next. That was Prince Rama doing a song called So Destroyed. I'm going to keep the music coming. I want to play a bunch of songs by a bunch of bands that I've come across that you may or may not know about. 
A lot of them are from the New York area that I've recently kind of discovered. We're going to begin with a song called Only You by a band called River Wild. And next, I'm going to play a song by a band called The Dead Stars. They have kind of a Dinosaur Jr. thing going on. Let me know what you think. Call us at 415-937-0445. That number is always live, 415-937-0445.
was Dead Stars doing Kill Me in the Summertime. Before that, we had River Wild doing Only You. Only you, listener, can reach me at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com or Twitter at Bob Duvay. Please do follow me. I'd appreciate it. Let me know what you think of the show. I'd like to thank Andrew Combs again for being a guest. We are going to do more interviews going forward because that is where the fun lies, folks. That is going to be the bread and butter of this show. You've been listening to What Duvet Said About Music. This is issue 40. You'll find a playlist on whatduvaysaid.com so you can hear all this stuff. You can listen to it on the website. I am working on a new website. As I mentioned, it will be great. You will love it. I love you. Is this enough, enough glad handing? Can I do three songs in 10 minutes? I like my chances. I'm going to do three new songs in 10 minutes by bands that are brand spanking new. One of which is going to be Nude Beach. They are hot, folks. Hotter than hot. Go to East Village Radio. Read my review of them. Way ahead of the curve on this one, folks. That's how I operate. Ahead of the curve. That's right. Careening towards a curve. I am ahead of it. That's what you come to expect from what Duvet said. So uh, thanks again for listening. And we will be back in a couple weeks.